Welcome to episode number 54 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. And today I am talking about money mindset. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. money mindset. Now, what the heck is this? I didn't really know what it was. Um, And I didn't know that I had a money mindset problem when I had a money mindset problem. Um, And I feel like this is very common amongst people in my audience. My audience is a lot of small business owners, many of them either still working full time with a side hustle or they are new in their business and they're afraid to spend money. Let me tell you, if you are afraid to spend money in your business, you have a money mindset problem. And I did for the first two years. For the first two years when I was growing my business, I mean, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, like most of us. Um, I knew how to service my clients. And that's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to do the business side because I didn't know the business side. And I would get online, I would soak up as much free content as I could. Um, I would pay for online courses. I paid over $1,000 for one online course. And the, the online course was actually about creating online courses. And I believed the marketing, and I should not have. Because you can't just go from nothing to building an online course and making money. You have to have an audience to sell an online course to, to make money. And of course, that is not something that is included in the marketing because that would make the person selling the online course not sell as many. So I did that. It was a waste of over $1,000. However, I met somebody in the Facebook group. Mind you, this was four years ago. I met somebody in the Facebook group for this course who actually led me to my first business coach. We connected because we do very similar things and we still to this day, four years later, have a phone call once a week to talk about where things are in our business. And um, she led me to my first business coach where I actually started spending money, which turned my business around. So I guess you could say, That first purchase of an online course was not a waste of money because I met somebody in the Facebook group and that led to good things down the road. But as far as what I bought the course for, didn't work. Then I bought another one um, called The Blog Millionaire by Brandon Gailey. And that one was about $400 and it was about blogging and SEO. And I love that course. I still practice today things that I've learned in that course. And I get so much value out of the Facebook group. Um, I think those are the only two online courses that I've bought. I actually have bought another one. I bought all of Frank Kern's online courses. He was doing some special and he was selling all of them. It was like his legacy bundle. 
I bought them all for a little over $2,000 and I have not opened up one. And I did this almost two years ago. I think it's safe to say that's been a waste of money so far. Maybe I'll get to them someday. Um, but in addition to buying those online courses, I was soaking up free content, whatever content I could get that was free, because again, I was afraid to spend money. I wasn't making a lot of money. Um, I mean, I was making money. I think my first year, it was about six months because I started my business in the middle of the year. I did like 30 some thousand. Second year I did almost 70. So I was making money, but I was still afraid to spend it because in the beginning, your income is inconsistent. I would go one month making $1,000. The next month I'd make 10,000. And I never knew where the money was going to come from month after month. Again, I didn't have solid contracts. I didn't have long-term clients. Um, I, I didn't know the business stuff. So I'm soaking up all this free content It's generic. It's stuff that after a few months, you've heard it all before. I didn't have the right person guiding me. I didn't have one-on-one help. People didn't know what I did, how I did it. They didn't know my goals. They didn't know where I was, where I wanted to be, how to get me there. And then that person that I met in that Facebook group from that very first online course that I bought said, my business coach's business coach is having an event in Orlando. Do you want to meet me there? She came down from Canada. I live in South Florida, so I just drove up to Orlando. And I hired Suzanne Evans, who was my first business coach. And there was a coaching program that she was selling at the end of that event after three days. And it cost $15,000 for the year. And I thought, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. I get to work with Suzanne Evans. I get to work with James Roche. Um, And I was like, this is terrific. And the first thing that crossed my mind was a lot of what I read online in Facebook groups, specifically Facebook groups with moms and female business owners. And it's really annoying to me. Besides them posting things like, I need to ask my husband, as if it's 1950, they post things like, I can't afford it. And it drives me nuts. And I used to be that person who would say, I can't afford it. And then I was thinking I needed $15,000 like sitting in the bank to invest in this coaching program. They had monthly payments that you could make over a thousand bucks a month. But when you make monthly payments, you end up paying more. And I don't want to do that. Um, and I thought, just because I don't have $15,000 sitting in the bank, that doesn't mean I can't afford it. Because I have a mortgage. My house is $390,000. I did not have $390,000 sitting in a bank. So I took out a mortgage. Does that mean I can't afford my house? When people go to college, they take out loans. I think college today, let's say it's $20,000 a year. You probably don't have $20,000 sitting in your bank every year for four years. So you take out a loan and you pay for it. Does that mean you can't afford it? And what we've seen, if we're going to use the college example is that that $80,000 for four years of college turns into like 
$180,000 for four years of college, and you pay for that until you retire. And people never say, I can't afford college. They still pay for it for their entire life and go to college. And then they get a job that pays them $12 an hour. And all they do is work to pay off their college loans. But still, when it comes to investing in our business, people are using the excuse that they can't afford something. After all that college, after a mortgage, maybe after a medical emergency, or your hot water heater goes bad, or maybe there's something wrong with your car and it's going to cost 500 bucks to fix it. So I challenge you, before you say I can't afford something, I want you to say instead, that's not a priority for me. Or instead of paying for that right now, I'd rather pay for this. Because you can really afford anything. If you have a mortgage, if you have a car payment, if you have college loans, that's proof that you can actually afford anything. It's where you choose to spend money. It's where you are putting that priority. So for example, when people tell me regarding my services, my online course, whatever it is, they tell me they can't afford it. I know that's not accurate. I know that's not the real reason. And I used to just say, okay, and drop it. But now I kind of want to know why they're not spending money. And it's not to get them to spend money with me. You don't want to spend money with me. That's fine. I'm doing okay. I'll be okay if you don't spend money with me. But what I do want to know is why. Because that's going to help me later down the line in my business. Do you not want to spend money with me because you don't trust me? Am I not doing a good job of portraying the value that I provide? Do you feel like maybe now is not the right time for you and your business? If that's why, tell me a little bit more about that. I just feel like today, and not just in business, but really in everything, business and personal lives, we just use the I can't afford it excuse like it's an easy way out when really we can all afford anything. There's people online. There are big time influencers online, and I'm using air quotes, you cannot see when I say influencers, who will literally spend a million dollars to make a million dollars. And they do that for one reason, just so they can go online and tell you they have a million dollar business. They're not profiting a penny. You making $12 an hour, you're probably making more than them. So if they can spend a million dollars to get a million dollars back, I promise you, you can afford a lot more than what you think. So if you're one of those people who instantly goes to, I can't afford it because you're afraid of spending money, then yes, you have a money mindset problem. So how do we solve this problem? Well, there's a couple of things. One, you got to rip off the Band-Aid. When I first invested $15,000 a year for Suzanne Evans, my plan was to pay it off in a year. I said, I am going to do whatever she tells me to do. Whatever James Roche tells me to do, I'm going to do it because I want to get this money back. I hate wasting money. And if I paid for this course and don't do what they tell me to do, um, then that would be a waste of money. So I showed up for every single coaching call. 
I was active in the Facebook group. I did everything I could do to get this money back and help build my business. The plan was, again, to pay it off in a year. I paid it off in six months. And I paid it off in six months because I did everything I was told to do. Now, I think it was helpful that Suzanne Evans and James Roche are excellent coaches. They're not like (laughs) a lot of so-called business coaches online who don't make any money. (laughs) They actually are successful. They have successful clients and they have a high retention rate. And before you hire anybody or invest in anybody, you need to look at that because there's lots of people getting online and again, they have great marketing and maybe they've had success themselves, but have their clients had success? Do their clients stay with them long term? That's something to look at. And I paid the $15,000 off in six months. And I actually paid the difference of that year after six months in the program. I upgraded to a higher level of the program and paid for the difference. So I was with Suzanne Evans and James Roche for a year and a half. And after that year and a half, I started coaching with Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And at that point, I could 100% afford it. I had over $20,000 sitting in my bank account and I could pay him for the year in full. And that's what I did. And now I am in another coaching program for my agency. Pat Flynn focuses more, if you're familiar with him, which I think you should be. He's been on my podcast a couple of times. Um, He focuses more on online business. And um, I have another coach or mentor, whatever you want to call it, who focuses more on agency growth since I also have a PR agency. And I pay him because I get a lot of value out of learning from people who have been there, done that. Um, I don't want to make mistakes over and over again to learn. I know that's the best way to learn. But if I can hire somebody who can be a shortcut and get me further faster so I don't have to make mistakes, then I definitely want to do that. And that's why I invest in coaching. Um I think that first purchase with Suzanne Evans and seeing the value and investing in your business kind of showed me that, hey, you do make money when you spend money, if you spend it in the right place. And I do my homework before investing in anything, whether it's my business, personal or professional. Another thing that I think can help solve your money mindset problem that you may or may not realize you have is understanding there are no guarantees. This is another pet peeve of mine, and this is actually more on the agency side than it is on my um, coaching or mentoring side of my business. I don't know what it is. Why still today people think they're going to get guarantees in anything? And I don't mean to sound cliche by saying there are no guarantees in life, but there's not. (laughs) And if anybody is guaranteeing you stuff, then I would ask, how can you guarantee this? And can I get it in writing? Like, I want that guarantee in the contract. Because again, people will say things because it's good marketing. But at the end of the day, nobody can guarantee you anything. And 
You have to be willing to spend money without seeing a guarantee. It just doesn't work like that, especially in my industry. In my industry, we're talking about earning media. We're talking about getting on the 12 o'clock news without spending a dime on advertising. Nobody can guarantee that. Now, I know people say they can. Hey, I see their Facebook ads. I see their copy that they're sending out to you to try to get you to buy their programs. Even the PR agencies do it. They will say whatever to get you to sign on the dotted line and seal you into a contract. And let me tell you, those people have very bad reputations in the industry. And I would rather not have business and have a good reputation than have business that is short-lived and have a bad reputation. So far, it has suited me just fine. Um, But lots of people, they're afraid to spend money because they can't be guaranteed an outcome. I don't know in what industry that you can guarantee any kind of outcome. I mean, just talking marketing-wise here, I guarantee I'll do your SEO for you, but I can't guarantee you the front page of Google. I don't control Google. I don't know what else is happening on the on the internet to get you um, on the front page of Google. Same with earned media, like I just explained. I can't control what a media outlet puts on their air, so I can't guarantee you anything. Um, what else? Facebook ads. I can guarantee that I'll do them and they'll be up there, but I can't guarantee conversions or sales. So stop looking for guarantees because they don't exist. And if somebody is going to guarantee you an outcome, then I would run because they're probably lying. So let's go on to number three on how you can solve this money mindset problem. And this one, I just want you to like notice in everyday life. Um, You know how like you'll have an idea for something And then you'll do nothing about it. (laughs) And then like five years later, you'll see it because somebody else had that same idea and they actually did something about it. Just keep that in mind. That's going to be your number three. Seriously, I'll give you an example. My husband had this idea years ago. My daughter's seven. So this was probably when she was like one. Um, Her head would be like a bobblehead in the car seat when she would fall asleep. So he was like, we need a strap to hold her head in place so her head doesn't like fall forward like that. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. You should make that. He never did. Now she's seven. My son's four. And a few months ago, we actually found that contraption and bought it on Amazon. And now it holds our kids' heads up and they're not a bobblehead when they fall asleep in their car seat. So somebody is profiting off of an idea because they actually took a risk and invested in their business idea to make it happen. And I think that is the big thing is that they took a risk. You never hear stories of people at the top who get paid the most. You never hear that they're there because they worked the hardest. Um, Everybody says get a good job and do really well and then you can climb the ladder and be at the top. I think those stories are few and far between. I think if you talk to anybody who's at the top of companies, they didn't work their way up the ladder. Very rarely. They knew somebody who gave them a hookup. (laughs) Let's keep it real. It's more who you know than how good of a job you do at work. Um, Or they took a risk and they invested and they grew it. 
You never hear stories about people who brag about, oh, I didn't invest anything in this business. I literally did nothing and look at this big empire that I've built. No, people are always spending time and money. And if you don't want to spend time, you have to spend money. If you don't want to spend money, you have to spend time. But you're going to have to multiply that time by a lot because you're not going to know what you do if you don't spend money in somebody who's going to help you get there. So I think it's best to just accept the fact that if you're a business owner and you want to grow a business, you need to spend time and money on it, both of them. And how can you expect others to invest in you if you don't even invest in yourself? Again, with the Facebook posts and some of these groups that I'm in, people are so afraid to invest in themselves that they are charging way below what they're worth to people because they're projecting their money mindset issues onto their potential customers or clients. So they're not charging them a lot. But they're afraid to spend even like $300 on something that would build their business and make it better, yet they want to charge somebody else $300. Why would somebody spend money on you if you don't even spend money in yourself? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So number one, rip the Band-Aid off. Invest in something in your business. But do your homework before you do it. Don't just start spending money left and right. If you're going to invest in something, make sure it's legit. Don't believe marketing. Do your homework. Number two, understand that nothing is guaranteed. Do not even ask for a guarantee because you'll look dumb because nothing is guaranteed. (laughs) And just understand that there are no guarantees, not only in life, but in business. And number three, Take risks. If you're going to be a business owner, you have to take risks. So don't be afraid to do that. I think there's a saying I saw it once in a Jillian Michaels workout video. She said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And we all hear, you know, the biggest growth happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. And that's what this is. Like once you do it and once you get used to it, you're going to see the value and you're going to keep doing it. I mean, that's why... In two years, I've invested in three different coaches. I mean, I've invested in a lot of other things. I've built my team. That was another money mindset problem. I was afraid to build a team because then I would be giving up money. I would have to pay them to work. And there wouldn't be all of that money left for me. But honestly, at the end of the day, I didn't start my business to become rich. I started my business to have time. I mean, school just started and I just got all of the days off that my daughter is going to have because her school is going to close. Um, I think it's like 31, 31 days during the school year. So you have the three months during summer, 31 days. That's about six weeks. That's a month and a half. That's four and a half months that she is not in school. I don't know any boss in this world who would give an employee four and a half months off work. I mean, obviously, unless you're a teacher, that's kind of like one of the benefits of being a teacher. You work almost half of the year, four and a half months off. That's why I had to start my business because who's going to take care of my kids on national fall holiday? Yes, true story. The Palm Beach County School District declared a random day in October, fall holiday, and they're closing the schools on a Wednesday in the middle of October. That's honestly why I had to start my business. 
because nobody was going to give me that time off. I don't have any family down here in South Florida, so I had to make it happen. So that's why I'm okay with paying my team to help me do stuff. So I can take a day off on days like National Fall Holiday. So I hope this was helpful. If it wasn't, I'm sorry to have wasted half hour of your time. But I do have a couple of resources that may say what I'm saying a little bit more eloquently. There are two books. I'm going to start with the one that I would say read second. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. This is a great book, kind of about money mindset, more just about like business in general. Like it really, it really drives home the point of, no, it's not go to college, do what you're told, and you'll make a lot of money. It is take risks and work smart, not just hard, and you'll make a lot of money. So that's a cool story. But when it comes to money mindset specifically, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind is amazing. I will link to both of these books in the show notes for this episode, so make sure you click over there. You can also always get um, information on any podcast at becomeamediamaven.com. But Secrets of a Millionaire Mind is really, really good because it touches on these issues that I've talked about a little deeper, and it gives you a lot more specifics as it relates to different people in different industries. I'm not woo. I'm not like a manifester. And in this book, they do share some different um, affirmations that you can say to yourself and whatnot. Now, I do believe that your feelings control your thoughts, which control your actions, which control your outcomes. A hundred percent believe that. Maybe the affirmations help you. For me, affirmations don't really do that for me. Um, It's more the actual doing. I guess. I don't know. I like evidence and science and data and stats and all of that. Um, But with that said, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind is amazing. And it will help you with this money mindset problem that you may not know you have. But if you have ever said you cannot afford something, I'm telling you, you have a money mindset problem. You can't afford it. You can afford anything. It's just where you prioritize how you spend your money, and where you spend your money. So I hope that was helpful. Again, you can get all of that information and more in the show notes. And if you haven't already, I would love for you to tap that subscribe button on this podcast episode and make sure you leave me a review or a rating. I can't respond to them. Apple Podcasts doesn't let me. (laughs) They don't let anybody. Um, But I do read them. So thank you. I would appreciate it if you would leave me a review um, and a rating on Apple Podcasts, and I will see you next week.